0: We're about going into Christmas, so we have Christmas messages. Amen. Isaiah 50 verse 4. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious. Nor did I turn away. Amen. Please be seated. Just want to let you know this one thing. God has not forgotten you. God has not forgotten you. No matter what's happening in your life, no matter how difficult it's been, no matter how long the situation has been in your life, and no matter how long you've prayed, you've been asking God for deliverance, God has not forgotten you. God does not forget his people. You know, one thing that the enemy wants us wants humans to, to believe and to know is, well, there is no God. There are some that believe that. There is no God. God doesn't exist. Uh, and if there is a God, he really doesn't care. He created the world and you can live in the world, you have your life and just do whatever you want. And when you die, we go into nothingness. Uh, there's no God. God doesn't care. Some believe that way, but there is truly a God. God is, and God is watching everything that's happening in His world. He created us from the foundation of the world. We were in His mind, and God created you for Himself and created you for a purpose. You have a purpose in your life. God's purpose in your life is there for the manifestation of that purpose in, in, in this particular world that God has given to us. I want to share a scripture with you. As a, uh, the Christmas story begins with the story of Zachariah and Elizabeth. It's an amazing thing. The Bible tells us in Luke chapter 1, verse 5 through 7, it says, There was in the days of Herod, so it gives you the time, the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest, named zacharias he was a priest of god it says of the division of abijah his wife was of the daughters of aaron in other words she was in the line, lineage of the priests the high priests and her name was elizabeth and they were both righteous before god so he's telling you everything about these people good background, very close to God, a priest in the house of God, the wife also from the lineage of priests, good people. They were both righteous before God, not holy before God, not sinless before God. They had right standing with God, both of them, not just the man, but the wife also. They were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the law of the Lord, blameless, not sinless, but blameless. They followed what was taught them. They did everything carefully. You couldn't blame them. They were blameless. And then it says, but they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, barren and they were both well advanced in years. Many times in our lives we feel every other thing, everything else in my life so good. This area, is, I'm doing well in this area. And this other area is also fine. My marriage is, is okay, my kids. But, there is always a but. There is always something that doesn't it make life the way you really want it to be. It's, it's every one of us. We all have that. There's always a but. And the butts are very different. <laughs> they come in all shapes oh, and sizes. No kidding. <laughs> oh no. I told myself you will never go there today. <laughs> but uh, I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> And it's like, if I can only fix the butt, I will be okay. Life will be pleasant. I mean, he identify with me? It's just that one thing. It's just one thing that you really want to take care of. And if this can be taken care of, life will be good. And then, the way life works, you walk on this one thing, and as soon as it's taken care of, another butt shows up. And you're wondering, Papa, I didn't realize something else is coming. That's just life. These people had everything going for them. Everything going for them. They were righteous before God. God recognized that God gave that to us. They were, you know, good people. A priest. Very close to God. I mean, you can go into the house of God as a priest. And if you don't do right, you probably won't come out. This man was serving God. So what that tells us is, even though everything is right between you and God, the way you think, there still can be some difficult times. But God's not forgotten you. God still remembers you. For Zachariah and Elizabeth, their problem was uh, unusually difficult. In that time, It was a very difficult problem. And I'm sure it caused a lot of questions in the minds of their neighbors. Sometimes we have our problems, but if it's a problem that you can't hide from your neighbor, it's no longer your personal problem. They all know about it. And they're all talking about it. This was something they were talking about. The neighbors knew about it. You know how people say, well, if they are so right before God, how come? You know how that is? If God's in their life... And they are so righteous. How come is this happening in their lives? It was a very painful thing for them. And to compound that problem, the promise of God was there. And you can read this in, the, in the Exodus chapter 23. Even though God's given you a promise to hold on to, sometimes the enemy can come in and make things very difficult. But God still hasn't forgotten you. You must always know that. God will not forget you. God knows what you're going through, Benny. He hasn't forgotten you. There is a day of manifestation coming. A day of promotion coming. And we're going to get to that. But for them, it was so difficult for them because they knew the Scriptures. It's one thing when you know what God has promised... For the whole tribe of Israel, the tribes of Israel, and you are not experiencing it, whereas you're doing everything that you know to do. They were careful to please God. I mean, they were careful in keeping His commandments and the statutes. And yet, this problem was there. The scripture tells us in Exodus 23, verse 25 through 26, it says, so you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread and your water. That was the promise that was given to the whole of Israel. He says to them, And I will take sickness away from the midst of you. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. That was the promise God gave to them. And there was Elizabeth barren. And yet righteous before God. And you're doing everything that God has commanded. How do you explain this? And they prayed. This is very important. Whenever there is something that's coming against your life, and something that contradicts scripture, please don't forget to pray. Pray about it. Pray about it. Pray about it. In trouble, pray. It's important. God says we should come to Him with our troubles. He's not telling us to come to Him just to tell Him to gossip about what's going on. No, He wants to help. Zechariah and Elizabeth, they prayed. They prayed to God with their problems. And I'm sure they went to this scripture. Amen. On, on a Wednesday night, I was uh, sharing with our church that uh, Daniel, whenever I, something is happening to you, look for a scripture that talks about it. Daniel, in Daniel chapter 9 verse 2, he says, I found in the books, and I was specifically reading the book of Jeremiah, and God has promised that after 70 years in Babylon, eh, he'll bring us back. And so he said, I set my heart to seek the Lord based on that scripture. He found it. And then he prayed it. And guess what happened? He told God, look at the promise. Your prophet said this. It happened the way he said it. We were carried to Babylon. Now, 70 years is gone. Take, we we got to get us back. And guess what? God answered Answered that prayer. He found it in the books. And so I believe that Elizabeth and Zachariah, they found the scripture and they were praying to God. God, you said, you shall, you, so you shall serve the Lord your God and He will take, He will bless your bread and water. He will take sickness away from the midst of you. No one will suffer miscarriage nor be barren. Hey, I'm barren. How come? God, you got to make this right. And that's what we must do. But when you pray, don't set a time limit for God. He doesn't live in our time, okay? (laughs) Your tomorrow for him is a thousand years. Sometimes, That's what the scripture says. But once you start calling on him, based on his word, he's heard you. That's what he told Daniel. He said, from the very day you set your heart to pray, God answered and sent the answer. Took a while to get to him. So God heard Zachariah and Elizabeth as they prayed, and this is what it tells us: God remembered them, in Luke chapter one verse thirteen through fourteen, as Zachariah was fulfilling his duty in the in the tabernacle. It says an angel said to him, angel appeared before him, the angel Gabriel said to him, do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard. And Zechariah was thinking, what prayer? Because they were barren, she was barren, and they also were advanced in age. I'm sure they prayed when they thought they, it was possible to have children, right? Because Zachariah was like, what are you talking about? What prayer? We're going to have a son. How is this going to happen? They, they've forgotten about it. But God didn't forget. Amen. He answered way back then. They had forgotten. Every time you pray, God answers. You can't say a word without God hearing it. Even if you are saying a bad word. Or a curse word. He heard it. And It's recorded. <laughs> talk more when you are asking him for something he heard you and you were created in his image there is no way the life that you have in you came from him that life speaking back to him he heard you and it was recorded the answer was given it's just the manifestation that discourages us the time for the manifestation The the angel told him, your prayer is heard. Notice, no word prayers, right? Read it. He didn't say your prayers are heard. Your prayer is heard. We heard it. God heard it. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son. And you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness. And many will rejoice at his birth. Many will rejoice at his birth. And Zechariah says, How is this going to happen? You know, I'm old, my wife. Why did God not answer when we were young, you know, when this is possible? You know, I would have liked to remind uh, Zechariah, Have you forgotten Sarah? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Remember that? Is anything too hard? But they had forgotten. I'm telling you, when we're going through difficult times, it seems as if our eyes are completely closed. We can't see. We can't see. He takes the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit to remind us that God has been forgotten. He will answer. He has answered. They had completely forgotten. I'm sure they prayed and prayed and the years went by. And they finally decided God's not going to answer. We'll just stay worshiping Him. That's a good thing. Many people give up when they don't get the answer that they're looking for immediately. They forget about God. Some even stop going to church. Some say, well, got, He prophesied to me. It didn't happen. So they're not going to worship God anymore. They quit. But that's not what they did. When troubles come that's when you should go after God the more. That's not when to quit. When the answer is not coming at the time that you want it to come, that's not the time to quit. The Bible says, don't be weary in well-doing. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Don't quit. Be more diligent when the answer is not yet there you see zachariah and his wife they serve god even more without the answer only god knew the shame that they had to to bear and the whispering of neighbors and the ladies and all of that stuff you know ladies like to talk about stuff like this in those times no, not this time i mean in those days i mean <laughs> not in our time I said, well, how come they can't have children? And, I, and then sometimes, you, I mean, my culture, if you're if you like that, you don't want to pick a fight with another lady. <laughs> oh, yes, you don't want to. They'll let you have it. You're speaking to me, and you're saying, yeah, we're talking about these problems. So yeah, you're talking to me, you can't even have a son, not a child. They'll let you have it, and it's painful. How many of you remember Hannah and Penina? Yeah. Yeah, How much she cried in that time. It was a very painful thing. Very painful thing. And they went through it. But God came through for them. And he came through for them in a very big way. If you read in the scripture, that son, Zechariah, was a special human being that was going to be delivered to the world. And Jesus made it very clear to us. The nature, sometimes, I'm going to come to this, sometimes when there is delay, that's because God has something special cooking. Amen. If he's special, he takes time. You know, it's like God made Adam. Adam. But he built Eve, right? The men are all over the place, but the woman is built. Man, don't be offended, we are in the same group, you know? That's okay. Thank God that we need something built to help us, so otherwise uh, we won't be able to make it. But see, God has something unique for them. And I'm telling you, you may be confused at what's going on in your life. And you may have misunderstandings, but hold on to God. Just like Zachariah and Elizabeth. God may have something special cooking for you. Jesus spoke of uh, John the Baptist. Prophesied a man that was prophesied way back then. And everybody knew in Malachi, they knew John was going to appear someday on the earth. They knew it. It was prophesied. They didn't know what family was going to come from. John was a special human being that God had reserved next to his son. That's an amazing thing. And Jesus made it very clear. He said of men, of just humans, Born of woman, there's not reason one greater than John the Baptist. Not one greater than John the Baptist. The other day in my office, I, because you read scriptures, but you don't really think about it. And I started thinking, wow, that's a great statement. You mean John the Baptist was greater than Dave, King David? Well, that's what Jesus said. John the Baptist greater than Abraham? Well, that's what Jesus said there's not reason any other man greater than John the Baptist. John the Baptist, in the mind of God, is greater than Abraham, greater than Isaac, Jacob. And yet, these parents had to wait in prayer. The good thing about them, they didn't abandon their God. Look at what they could have missed if they didn't stay faithful with God. He brought them joy. John the Baptist's birth brought them joy. Their whole life was transformed. Whose son is this? Everybody in the line talking about their son. A son that they were not supposed to have. When God is preparing something for you, please wait. Don't get too much in a hurry. Don't run ahead of him. Wait for his time. Don't give up hope. I said it on Wednesday. Don't give up hope. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. If you lose hope, you have nothing with faith. There is nothing to have faith for. They believed. It was hard for them because in their mind, in their mind they say, you only do this when you're younger. And in Zechariah's mind, this is not going to happen. How is this going to happen? And the angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand before God. What I said is going to happen, but I'm going to shut this your mouth because you don't talk very well. You talk yourself out of this miracle. So we're going to stop your mouth for a while until this thing happens. But again, think about this. Zechariah, been. John the Baptist had to be born at the time Jesus was going to be revealed. Hello? He has a higher purpose. It's his purpose, not yours. So whatever you're asking for, God wants to give to you, but for his purpose. You can read in Ezekiel 36, God says, I'm not doing it just because of you. I'm doing it for my name's sake. For me. He leads me in the path of righteousness for what? For his name's sake. He's all about him and his purpose. They had to wait. If God had given them John the Baptist when they were younger, John the Baptist would miss the Messiah. Right? He won't have to introduce him. There would be no chance for him to baptize him. John the Baptist would be like 80 years old. Now he's baptizing Jesus. Can't even talk much. No. he. They had to wait. For the appointed time. Jesus had His appointed time of coming. And everything has to be in Him. Amen? Everything has to be in Him. But see, God is not a respecter of persons. He is still doing the same thing today. In your life and in my life. He has His purpose for your life. And His purpose for my life as well. Don't get in a hurry. That's why Jesus told us, Pray this way. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's his will, when it is His will, his' best for you and your family and for everybody around you. They were blessed because of the birth of John the Baptist. God did not forget them. Neither will he forget you. The main purpose of this message this morning is to let you know this: God has not forgotten you and will not forget you. You know, these days, I found a scripture. In Ezekiel chapter 36, and I've been praying that scripture, and I I shared with Michael because we're praying in the morning here. And and we've already seen signs of what God's going to do. I I said to Michael, and we've been praying it, uh, for our church this coming year, it's like the Garden of Eden. That's what the scripture says. And we just started talking about this a few days ago. And then we are already hearing testimonies coming. It's like there is movement in the trees. God's about to do something in the Ark Fellowship. So you tighten your seatbelts. Uh, tighten your seatbelt because this coming year is going to be an unusual year of blessings for our church. God's going to be bringing so many people, workers for the kingdom of God to our church. Those that he has handpicked, that's what our prayer. We found that scripture and we're praying that scripture and we believe that scripture and God's going to manifest the word of God right before our eyes and we'll give him all the praise. We'll give him all the glory. We just sit back and watch. Oh, but Michael, this is exciting. Oh, yes. That's what I felt this morning. He's so excited. I'm hearing all kinds of little things going on, which gave me a sign. I said, Michael, look, God's already doing this. We must always trust in Him. He's always according to His purpose. God waits until the best time to unveil this special miracle for your life. Amen? He waits for the best time, just like he did with John the Baptist. He said John the Baptist was in the wilderness until the day of his manifestation. He had to be 30 years old before his day of manifestation. If he was born 30 years before, when they were looking for children, that would be another 30 years before the time of his manifestation. God has it all down He knows what he's doing. And God will bless you. He will never forget you. He cares so much about you. And uh, please give me Isaiah chapter, 50, uh, chapter 49, verse 14, 15 and 16. This is God's word for you today. No matter what you're going through, no matter how difficult it is, draw a little closer to God. Amen? Amen. The Bible says, draw nigh to God, and God will draw nigh to you. Draw near to God. It's it's your own will. Let me tell you, it's impossible for you to kneel to talk to God and Him not come closer to you. No matter what you've done. Even if you've killed 50 people. The day you kneel to talk to Him, He's right there. You do it again, He gets closer. That's what the Scripture says. He is a loving God and loves it when we turn away from everything else and we're saying, God, you know, I've tried it my way. It's not working. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. When we do that, we get his attention. And God says to the angels, Look, did you see that? I saw that with Ahab. Just a little repentance with this wicked king, Ahab. God told his prophet, I've given him a serious word. I'm going to punish you, God said, because you've taken this man's uh, property and you did it in a bad way. And he said, wow, God found out and he was so bad, bad king. And the prophet was walking away and God said, turn back, turn around. You see how he humbled himself before me? Go tell him I won't do this in his days. That's, That's a loving God. He cares so much for us. Every little thing that's going on in our lives, he cares about. In in Isaiah 49 verse 15 it says, Can a woman forget a nursing child? Is it possible? And not have compassion on the son of a womb? Surely they may forget. It's possible. God is saying to you today, no matter who you are, because there's a purpose. Sometimes we think we just came to church to hear a message. No. God's speaking to somebody here today. God speaking specifically to your situation today. And He's saying, He knows you very well. He knows everything. He knows you better than you know yourself. And He allowed you to be here this morning so you can hear this. And so you can trust Him. So that He can do this miracle for you. God says, it's possible for the woman to forget a child. Yet, I will not forget you. Say with me, He's talking to me. He's talking about me. Say it like you really mean it. And that's the truth. It's the truth. He's talking about you. God's saying to you this morning, I will not forget you. I know what you've been through. I know what you've been going through. But I didn't forget you. I'm going to take care of this. God's not saying, Well, I'll remember you, but do nothing about it. No. He's saying, I'm going to do something about that situation. Can I hear an amen? God's going to do something about that situation that is so difficult in your life. God's going to do something about it. That's why He's talking about it this morning. Because He wants to do something. The time has come for God to do something in that situation. The time has come for you to draw near to God so that He can fulfill His Word. He gets glory when His Word is fulfilled in our lives. Amen? Amen? God says, yet I will not forget you. See, I have inscribed you on the palm of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. You know, your walls, God has built a wall of protection around you. Amen? A wall of protection around you. And God consistently watches it. And if He's breached, he saw it. Amen? He saw it. And he says, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to, make, I'm going to build that wall back. You can read Ezekiel chapter 36. He, he also talks about the wall. I'll build them. Now, the enemy has come to break that wall down. And it's causing you some pain right now. Some difficulty in your life right now. But God says, I didn't forget you. I'm coming back. I'm going to build that wall because your walls are always before me. I see those walls and I'll build them up. I'll fortify them for you. He'll take care. I won't forget you. It's possible for a woman to forget a sucking child, but no, I will not forget you. You are that special. You have a DNA. You are that special to him. You know, I'm gonna close with this. God's always a covenant making God, and every time something's happening to you, he remembers his covenant. Especially when you cry out to him, when you are pained, when trouble troubles come. The best thing do, just like Zechariah and, and Elizabeth, pray, cry out to him, and God will hear you. In Exodus chapter 2, verse 23 through 25, it says, Now it happened in the process of time that the king of Egypt died. Then the children of Israel groaned because of their bondage. Sometimes we groan, amen, when troubles come. I mean, just financial trouble, maybe problems with your children, problems with your job, all kinds of troubles. We groan. The children of Israel, they groaned because of the bondage. And they cried out, and, and their cry came to, the, to God because of their bondage. So God heard their groaning, And God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. Every time you groan, God remembers his covenant. Every time you cry out, God remembers. Now, this is not a covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We got a better covenant now, amen? Every time you groan, the blood of Jesus speaks. And he says, the blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Every time you groan in pain because of what Satan is doing against your life, the blood of Jesus speaks to God and God remembers the covenant he made with his son concerning you. The son was sent into our world to bring us back to our father. So when you groan, God hears. And God told Moses, he said, I've heard their groanings, and I've come down from heaven to deliver them. And I'm going to tell that devil, Pharaoh, I'm going to let my people go. And if you don't let them go, I'll kill all of your people, your sons. I'll kill them. I'll kill them. When God starts talking that way, he means business. Amen. And you better get out of his way because something bad's coming to you if you don't. And the devil recognizes that. He said, I remember my covenant. It says, God says, and God looked upon the children of Israel. And God acknowledged them. I love that. He looks to you and says, yeah, I see what's going on. That's mine. I'm going to get deliverance for you. Amen? God's willing to do that. i like, and I'm going to close with this. Romans chapter 8, verse 26. The groanings. They groaned and God heard. And we can groan as well. He says, likewise, 8, 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our witnesses. We have terrible weaknesses, But the Spirit of God has been given to us to help us. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with what? With groanings. Which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the heart. Knows what the mind of the spirit. Because he the spirit makes intercession for us. The saints of God. According to the will of God. So every time we groan in pain. Even it's like a little groan. Because Satan is ministering to our mind. And you say oh God. Whoa a mighty prayer before god and the holy spirit brings it before the father and at that point god is making a great plan for your deliverance point is no matter what's going on in your life today god's not forgotten you but you need to pray to him take that thing to god in prayer And God will reveal himself to you just like he revealed to Zachariah and Elizabeth that they are not forgotten. Amen. Stand up with me this morning.